Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, we're going to discuss a classification of food commonly called junk food, or the most appropriate term being ultra-processed foods. I'm going to provide you somewhat of a state of the union on their consumption and what we are learning about their impact on our health. In 2018, the CDC reported that more than a third of Americans eat fast food on a given day, despite its known impacts on health and obesity. Younger people consume more fast food, with 44.9% of people between the age of 20 and 39 eating fast food daily, and 37.7% of people ages 40 to 59 consuming it daily, and 21.4% of adults over the age of 60 consuming it daily. In 2021, the Journal of the American Medical Association published research on the consumption of ultra-processed foods in children and adults, and they found that in 2018, 67% of the calories consumed by children and adolescents came from ultra-processed foods. The senior author on the paper, Fang Fang Zhang, a nutrition and cancer epidemiologist at Tufts University Friedman School of Nutrition Science and Policy, commented that this is a particularly worrisome trend for children and adolescents because they're at a critical stage to form dietary habits that can persist into adulthood. And because a diet high in ultra-processed foods may negatively influence children's dietary quality and contribute to adverse health outcomes in the long term. This is not a good trend, my friends. And today I want to highlight some startling research that is coming out about the association between the consumption of ultra-processed foods and cardiovascular disease, cancer, and cognitive decline. In the last 40 years, The food supply industries have increased the commercialization of these ultra-processed foods. And ultra-processed foods are foods that contain little or no whole foods. They're quite literally processed foods of substances of oils, fats, sugars, starches, protein isolates that typically include flavoring, colorings, emulsifiers, and cosmetic additives. Yes, I said cosmetic additives. These foods are quite literally engineered to tickle every part of your taste bud and to look in a certain way that drives addictive behavior and consumption. Examples of ultra-processed foods are sweet and savory snacks, uh, processed breads, breakfast cereals, ice cream, sugar-sweetened beverages, sodas, processed meats, chicken nuggets, hot dogs, fruit drinks, flavored yogurts, and of course, fast food. And there is like a continuum of processing from minimally processed to ultra processed. If you want to take a deeper dive on this topic, I'm going to link a paper in the show notes titled Ultra Processed Foods and Cardiovascular Diseases. Uh, And I highly recommend you read it if you kind of want. There's a really cool image in there that you can kind of see like what this continuum looks like. Now, I think most of us would agree without any prior knowledge as to what the literature says on the subject that eating a diet that is even 25 to 30 percent comprised of ultra processed foods just can't be good for you. Well, according to the most recent data from a paper published in 2023, 58% of the calories consumed by U.S. citizens, 57% of the calories consumed by British citizens, and 48% of the calories consumed by Canadian citizens come from these ultra-processed foods. 
So here's what I've done. I've pulled three different papers from quality peer-reviewed journals that are large population studies, all published within the last year or so. And here's what we're finding. Let's start with cancer. The paper is titled Ultra Processed Food Consumption, Cancer Risk and Cancer Mortality, a Large-Scale Perspective Analysis within the UK Biobank. To date, this is the most comprehensive assessment for the perspective association between ultra-processed food consumption and the risk of overall cancer. It includes not only just cancer in general, but 34 specific sites on the body. The study was done with over 200,000 participants, ages 40 to 69. They did dietary recalls over a three-year period, and they followed up with these folks for about a decade. Here's what they found. Higher consumption of ultra-processed food was associated with a greater risk of overall cancer and specifically ovarian and breast cancer, as well as an increased risk for ovarian and breast cancer-associated mortality. In this study, the average diet consisted of approximately 23% of ultra-processed foods. And for every 10 percentage points of increase in the consumption of these ultra-processed foods, there was a significant jump in the risk of getting cancer, and specifically breast and ovarian cancer. And there's something called hazard ratios. That's something they use in cancer research. These hazard ratios were very strong, meaning consuming significant amounts of ultra-processed foods put you at a much higher risk of getting cancer. The next study I want to highlight is about ultra-processed foods and cardiovascular disease, and I mentioned this paper earlier in the conversation. This is an excellent study if you want to understand the spectrum of processed foods and what researchers are finding to be the underlying mechanism by which processed foods are negatively impacting your health. You can take a deep dive on that if you want. But this paper reported on epidemiological studies like the Framingham study that are revealing that ultra-processed food consumption is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. This 18-year follow-up study found that with each additional daily serving of ultra-processed foods, there was a 7% increased risk of getting cardiovascular disease. Another study that they highlighted was a long-term cohort study done in France, and they found that there was a 12% increased risk of cardiovascular disease with higher consumption of ultra-processed foods. In addition, there's several other meta-analysis that reveal that ultra-processed foods increase your risk for obesity, hypertension, and metabolic syndrome. Finally, a paper published in JAMA Neurology in 2022 titled The Association Between Consumption of Ultra-Processed Foods and Cognitive Decline. This paper followed about 11,000 people with a mean age of 51 years. They had mixed ethnic backgrounds, genders, and educational statuses. And for about an eight-year follow-up period, they found that people with a higher percentage of ultra-processed food consumption, anything above 20% of their diet, so if they consume more than 20% of their diet from these types of food, they found that there was a demonstrated 28% faster rate of cognitive decline and a 25% faster rate of executive function decline. This means they had poorer decision-making, fluid intelligence, all the things that you and I value so much. Look, folks, it's clear. Eating a lot of ultra-processed foods is not good for you. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat the occasional hamburger or pizza from your favorite takeout restaurant, but the evidence is clear that you will have a healthier brain, 
and body if you stick to whole food sources. Shoot, if you want the pizza or the hamburger, just make it yourself from quality ingredients. You can eat delicious foods, but you need to source the ingredients better. And also, you may have to recalibrate your taste buds if you've been eating these foods for a very long time. Because as I mentioned earlier, these foods are engineered to get you addicted. My sister, Carrie Vitt, has a whole company called Deliciously Organic where she started blogging about this like almost 20 years ago. And if you need recipes, she's got tons on her website. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's phenomenal. My wife and I make a ton of her recipes all the time. So here's the deal. You can still eat foods that taste good. You just need to be very smart about the sourcing of the ingredients. And focusing on things like lean proteins, fruits and vegetables, healthy sources of fats like avocados, nuts, seeds, extra virgin olive oil, whole grains. These things will improve your health span and your lifespan. It's just too obvious, y'all, that ultra processed foods are destroying our health. And you have the knowledge and the information and the resources to make a wise decision. So I hope you do that for you your family, and please consider sharing this with a friend that may need to hear this message. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.